0: Welcome,
1: I'm Tom, find me by Googling Cannabis Lawyer, then clicking my website, CannabisIndustryLawyer.com, an online resource for all your questions about navigating the cannabis industry. Like today's very special episode on cannabis craft growers in Illinois. We are going to be covering the applications that will enable up to 150 new entrants into the Illinois cannabis cultivation market by 2022. To help people discover this information, smash the likes and subscribe. Now let's talk about the timelines and what goes into the application to get the license. This is a very long procedure, but if you stay until the end, then you will know the answer to the question, can I have a craft grow, an infuser, and a dispensary all in the same building? Hmm. Well, let's get to it. The Department of Agriculture shall, that's mandatory, issue up to 40 craft grower licenses by July 1st, 2020, and those people that get the license cannot sell them until December 21st, 2021. Also by December 21st, 2021, the Department of Agriculture shall issue up to another 60 craft grow licenses in Illinois. After January 1st, 2022, the Department of Agriculture may raise the numbers of craft growers and change the licensing application, but cannot exceed 100 craft growers in the state. So let's talk about what specifically must go into those license applications for the first 100 craft growers in illinois section 3010 of the law covers the application visit our webpage on cannabisindustrylawyer.com for a link to download this subsection of the law so that you can have your copy of the requirements to help your cannabis company open up in illinois the application includes one a non-refundable application fee of $5,000. The license fee is $40,000 if your application is one of the lucky few. Number two, the legal name of the craft grower. Three, the proposed physical address of the craft grower. Four, the name, address, social security number, date of birth of each principal officer and board member of the craft grower, all of whom must be at least 21 years of age. Number five, details of administrative or judicial court proceedings where any one of the people from requirement 4 have pled guilty or had a license revoked or suspended. Number six, a proposed copy of the bylaws, including procedures for oversight of craft grower, including development and implication of plant monitoring systems, accurate record keeping, staffing plans, and security plans approved by the Department of State Police that comply with the rules issued by a Department of Ag coming for October 2019, a physical inventory shall be done of the plants on a weekly basis by the craft grower. See, this is why I was saying to people before that the costs will be high. Many businesses, they just open. They do not prepackage all these governing docks before even getting the permission to open for business. So that's why consultants will be charging tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to help your business get its license to grow in illinois please ask those vendors if they have a fiduciary duty to your business like your lawyer has now back to the requirements one verification by state police that all background checks of principal officers board members and agents of the cannabis business establishment have been conducted two copy of current local zoning ordinance or permit and verification that craft grower is compliant with local zoning rules. Three, a proposed employment practices, aka employee handbook, that demonstrates a plan of action to inform, hire, and educate minorities, women, veterans, people with disability, and to engage in fair labor practices and provide worker protections. Four, demonstrate experience in, or business practices that promote economic empowerment in disproportionately impacted areas. Five, experience with cultivation of ag business or horticultural operations. Six, description of the enclosed, locked facility where cannabis will be grown, harvested, manufactured, packaged, or otherwise prepped for distribution to dispensing organizations. Number seven, a survey of the enclosed, locked facility, including the space for cultivation. Number eight, cultivation, processing, inventory, and packaging plans. Nine, a description of applicants' experience with ag cultivation technology and industry standards. Number ten, a list of degrees, certificates, or relevant experience of all prospective businesses, officers, board members, and agents of related businesses. Eleven, identity of everyone with a financial or voting interest of 5% or greater. Number 12, a plan describing how the grower will address each of the following. One, energy needs and adoptions of sustainable energy use. Two, water and sustainable water use or conservation policy. Number three, waste management and a waste reduction policy including one, a recycling plan for their purchaser packaging, any recyclable waste or cannabis waste. Further, all cannabis waste, must be made unusable by grinding it up with other compostable waste to be disposed of. You must also have a commitment with the local waste provisions and stay compliant with all federal and state environmental requirements, including storing all organic waste with finished cannabis products, disposing of liquid waste containing cannabis, to a commitment to technology standards for resource efficiency of the craft growing facility, meaning one, the craft grower commits to use resources efficiently, including power and water for cannabis cultivation. And it meets and exceeds the technological requirements for lighting, the HVAC system, which one, depending on size of the canopy space, what type of HVAC system is used, and then also filtration of the water, including an automated watering system, which measures the amount of water runoff in the system and any other requirement covered by rule. Pretty straightforward. Long story short, those 22 elements must be in the craft grow application and it will take a long time to get these done. That is why consultants will be there to sell you on how they will do things and why it works. But before you do that, please look at how the applications will be scored. For that, we turn to Section 3015 of the Craft Grower Law to get the points of those scoring. The points that they have so far in the statute are not very well spelled out, but we can do the reverse math to guess at the 78% of the points that are not directly explained. These are the criteria. Number one, suitability of the proposed facility. Number two, suitability of employee training plan. Number three, security and record keeping plans. Number four, the cultivation plan. Interesting, it's only number four. Number five, product safety and labeling plan. Number six, the business plan. And number seven, the applicant status as a social equity applicant. Now, when this video is done, I'll put that link like right up there that there is that video. And this is the first time in the list that the state actually gives us numbers. They say that not less than 20% of the available points go to the social equity category. So at least 20% of the decision is this social equity. Ignore it at your peril. Number eight, employment and labor practices, which will be no less than 2% available. That is 10 times less perilous than ignoring the social equity aspect. Number nine, an environmental plan regarding your cultivation operations like your HVAC system your water system your energy efficiency and your technology plans number 10 if the craft grow is owned by more than 51% of Illinois residents number 11 veterans have more than 51% ownership or control of the craft grow number 12 A diversity plan that includes a narrative of not more than 2,500 words that sets your goals of diversity and ownership, management, and contracting. Number 13, anything else that the Department of Agriculture may set by rule for these points. And, in the case of ties, two bonus points for applicants will be awarded for their plan to engage with the community. But this will only come up if the applications to a particular region are tied. There you go. If you win, any of these plans that you put into your craft grow application become conditions of the license. Failure to comply with your own policies and procedures will expose your craft grow to risk of loss of license. So you better mean what you say when you put it in your application. I know, right? This application is crazy long. And then if you win, it becomes a condition of your license. But, if you like this type of video and you want more information about Illinois Adult Use Laws, subscribe to this channel and give us a thumbs up on this so that content like it comes up more often in your feed. And now it's for the big secret. According to page 215 of the new Illinois Adult Use Law, a craft grower may share a premises with an infuser or a dispensary and have their licenses share common areas like locker rooms, lunch rooms, or bathrooms. They just cannot go in to their respective places of work. So one day, the Craft Grow may be a whole cannabis business from seed to sale. We'll see. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Remember, marijuana legalization is only a few months away. So start putting your plans together for cultivation. And if you need my help, just Google Cannabis Lawyer and get in touch with me. Peace.